Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the session. I'm Justin Crosley. I'm your host tonight with a bunch of my good friends in the beer world, which I'm excited about. We've got a lot of good brewers in this room and some good people that I've known for years. Um, So I'm really excited about this show. It is our West Coast is the best coast show, um, which was not put together by me. It was put together by a wonderful person on the Faction crew, and that is Brittany Healy. She came uh, to us with this idea and some others, and I was like, yeah, how do you say no to West Coast is the best coast? We're that cocky out here in California. We don't, we're not really afraid to to say it. All right. So real quick, let me thank our sponsor, More Beer. More Beer has been with us since the beginning, and I want to thank them for sponsoring this show and every show that we do. Go check them out at morebeer.com. And like I was saying on the last show, check out the Comos line of uh, kegerators and jockey boxes, plus duo tap fittings. Never deal with a hose clamp again if you do do the duo tap fittings check it out over there and thanks to more beer for bringing us this show and every show we do tonight we have eight different breweries represented at the hop grenade i don't think we're gonna have eight of them on the show but we're gonna have quite a few and we're gonna talk about one of the world's first ever robot beers I don't know that they like that description, but it's an AI beer company that is going to take your feedback and turn it into better beer. So we're going to talk to Denim from Deep Liquid about that program. And the brewers that are in this room have agreed to participate in this robot beer 
situation. So we'll talk about that in the second half of the show. So hang in there. Roger's like, wait, I agreed to what? Yeah, wait, wait. Check, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me give you an idea of who's in the room. Roger Davis from Faction Brewing Company is with us. Welcome back to the studio, Roger. Oh, I'd like to thank everyone. Uh, <laughs> Just thank your side. It's fine. Uh, Wynn Weisenhunt from Wondrous Brewing Company is oh, with us. Oh, yeah. Hey, the new, thank you, thank you. Uh, we like to call him the golden boy. He's the new golden boy of the beer world, I think. I'm like the bronze. More of a bronze. That's fair. We'll go with bronze. Yeah, yeah. It's better than like the oxidized boy. That was, exactly. like, yeah, we don't want to be called that. Yeah. Not yet. Just hit the fan. <laughs> we just canned it today. Brittany Healy from Faction, who put together this event, is sitting Woo! at the studio with us. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you for having me. Our first time in the studio. And then Justin, who doesn't even need a last name. He's just, he's the Justin. I'm like a second or third or fourth Justin now. Um, Justin from Ghost Town's back Woo! with us. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, wait. I didn't even turn you on. There you go. There he is. Hey, Justin. There he is. Hey. How's it going, everyone? Justin from Ghost Town. Uh, Ghost Town, it's it's worth mentioning, just won two, I'm embarrassed to mention the second one because it's the hop grenade, but two People's Choice Awards in one day. The first one was the Bistro Double IPA Festival. Yes, sir. Highly prestigious. The second one was the Hazy versus Clear Blind Tasting Challenge. So they didn't even know it was your beer. You won by a landslide here Sweet. at the Hop Grenade. You won that vote too. Did and Faction what? enter that? You <laughs> did, did not. No, no, no they did not. not. I don't think you were in that one. I think you no. lost round one. Yeah. No, well, that was <laughs> a different. Oh, oh. Someone, <laughs> someone hold me back. Faction <laughs> was in our Brewery of the Year challenge yeah. and made it to the final four, actually. Oh. Yeah. oh. You made it to the final four. Final uh, four. You, that's your second year in a row that you've been in the Hop Grenade Brewery of the Year challenge. Wow. Um, and your second year row not winning, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I think I'm done here. Uh, <laughs> where's the exit year. again? But I, but I voted for you. <laughs> if that, if that made it's, it, you know, we let our customers do all the decisions. We pick our job, favorite man. sixteen breweries, and then the rest is up to the public. Uh, but you may, hey, the final four. That's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. over several weeks of voting. I felt a little bad because Dave, one of your reps, who's a, a friend of ours and a, a regular here at the Hop Grenade. He was here the night I announced the the final four and didn't make it. And he was the only of the final four breweries that representing here. And I, I almost cheated. I was like, fuck, I should just give it to Faction because <laughs> yeah. Dave's still sitting here. Yeah. Um, I well, you should have. I think I left I think, like an hour before. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah, but we didn't. I think Dave was a little brokenhearted, to be honest. But Well, uh, now I am, too. Well, there's always next year. Next year. Maybe. Um, all right. Well, congratulations, Justin and Woo. Ghost Town, for oh. those those big victories. I feel like those are no, we're uh, we're juiced. Thank you so much. Yeah, the Bistro is a uh, pretty awesome accomplishment. Yeah. And, uh, yes, that's pretty and nice. Ghost Town making some of the best beer in the Bay. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh yeah. They really it. are. Stop it. Stop. He's like, stop. No, I want to embarrass you out of this door right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, right. I'm, yeah. all right, fuck. I'm so <laughs> we're here. It's SF Beer Week, and it's our first ever West Coast is the Best Coast event, which was the brainchild of Brittany uh, from Faction. So, uh, Brittany, tell us about this. I, I heard you kind of been dreaming this up for, for more than even just this year. It's, it's something you've wanted to do for a while. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I guess in June, I will be celebrating my four-year anniversary at Faction. And Woo! as most right. people know, um, we 
we pretty much only do West Coast IPAs. There yeah, was that, there was that one beer week we did something with Cellar Maker, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so we it cleared up over time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing is it was like there were some there were some we made like a hazy with Cellar Maker, but there were a lot of times that folks would say, well, this is clearer than a lot of other. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just I'm a firm believer in faction. We have some of the best beer around and um and i just felt like west coast is the best coast yeah and um yeah it was kind of a brainchild of mine like i went to account starting i think in november and because that's what you have to do with beer week for beer week yeah Yeah. you gotta get on our uh, radar early yeah and so i was thinking about you know all of our friends around the bay area and then there's also rip liquid gravity Mm -hmm. um our friends who we've done collabs with who we really really love so i really support to, too yeah. Support. yeah 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 we got you got a lot of in, involvement which i really appreciate i'm just lucky that people put their faith in me and that uh <laughs> <laughs> to do this and um and i'm just i was excited that everybody was able to come come out and so it's eight total breweries right yes yeah so yes. we have eight on tap and i think you're doing another one at the good hop tomorrow yes so tomorrow is at the good hop so what i'm hoping is that folks will come to this event and then come tomorrow because tomorrow we have a terribly gaudy trophy and yes. um, people will be rating the beer from we'll have like some flights going on and folks can um they can, can vote can right vote. yeah so um so it's the same time frame tomorrow at the good hop but, okay and we're hoping to do this hopefully every beer week I love this. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've done enough voting around here at the Hop Grenade, so I'm glad that the voting's happening at the Good Hop. <laughs> yeah. But people can come out and vote for their favorite West Coast, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, can the brewers schmooze and bribe and different things in the crowd? That's oh, allowed, yeah. right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like, I was telling everybody at Faction, I'm like, come out. I'm like, right. I need your votes. <laughs> absolutely. I'm pretty sure of all the ABC rules, and there's a fuck ton of them, there's not one against bribing people to vote for your beer. I haven't heard yeah. that ever before. Yeah, you can't give away money. Okay. Well, you can't give away money to drink your beer, but you can give away... What is there anything about voting for your beer? I feel like this is new territory. Wait, there's yeah. no monetary value to it. Roger charges yeah. you yeah. for... <laughs> you know, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> right. Everything's going south here. You're not allowed to give money away. At all? Maybe. Up to, up to $3. Yeah. Up to $3. Less than $3. Yeah, I, mean, I, was telling you, I think voting's not on their radar yet. I think by next year, Brittany, if you keep this oh up, there'll be a rule. Depends about on I, I, don't, I don't Hopefully. doubt it. I yeah. don't doubt it. If we win, we did, not, we did <laughs> not. There was no money exchange. Yeah. Yeah. We did not. Well, it's a, I think it's a it's a cool idea. Awesome. It's a fun event. And I really really appreciate y'all for having us and all the brewers coming out, all, everybody, all every all the squads coming out. We really really appreciate everyone. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I'd like to give an anti shout out to Brendan from Liquid Gravity for not showing up. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it turns out he's, uh, I just got a text from him, he's working. Yeah, oh. he had to brew beer or I something. Uh, you own a brewery? That, yeah. You have to do that? It's yeah. ironic. Yeah. Hey. You, I was like, whatever, cool story, you bro. Work. You Whoa. should be at this event. Yeah, he had to double batch today, or I don't know what. Mm-hmm. I don't wow. know what that means. Send us pictures of that <laughs> brew log. But look, yeah. To be honest. Let's see what's really sure. Oh, sure, Justin's not buddy. buying it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> to be honest, it's hard shit. work. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not easy work. But, yeah, uh, I think he's down a brewer or something. Yeah. But um, oh, well. I'll come, that's his I'll own come fault, down there and brew a batch for you, Brandon. Oh, that's what Listen to that. Yeah, that was a really complimentary condescending offer, and I like it. 
love you. Yeah, I love yeah. you. I mean it. <laughs> I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have a couple of the beers in our glass, and and we're here to talk about some West Coast style beers tonight. Um, I feel like I should interview you guys about different people's beer. I don't know how that's going to go. Oh, yeah. When are you okay with that? Because Roger's yeah. drinking yours. Perfect. I'm also drinking yours, so I can chime in with Roger. Well, I have an upchug bucket over here, so <laughs> Just I'm good. in case you need it. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, so Roger and I are both drinking Wondrous Double Dry Hopped Creek Park. So... Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's at okay, least sorry. let Wynn tell us what's in it. If it I'm if just it, wondering why the dry hop didn't go right the first time. <laughs> well, it went so it bad, we had to redo it, a.k.a. Yeah. double. Yeah, that's the double. It is. Uh, um, tell us about the beer. So this beer is kind of starts off as a half two-row, half Pilsner base. It's a very kind of like easy, crispy, clean, pale kind of a base. No... Heavy, no wheat malt, no oats or wheat in there or anything like that. Um, pretty basic, low mash, and um, hopping kettle-wise. What do you mean by low mash? I mean, like, you know, Temperature? Not, not a low, like, yeah, low mash well, like what? Which is what? 148, 149? Uh, one, 150 kind of gets us finishing around, <laughs> like, one and a half Play-Doh, you know, right around there. <laughs> okay. It's so not 147, um, but... Whoa. Um... So yeah, so it's like at the you know West Coast, there's like a very significantly small bittering addition, and then everything kind of comes in later. Ne- heavy Nelson Citrus Simcoe in the kettle, a ten minute, five minute, big old whirlpool addition. Actually, this beer we kind of experimented because it's it's kind of like the new wave of doing some lower whirlpool temperatures with the ah. with the hop additions in there, which. We haven't really done, but we're kind of like, you know, we're being persuaded by some very prestigious brewers. So that's like, like right. below 160 or something? Like, like right around 170. We okay. actually, we didn't get that low. We got like around 180 with this beer because this was literally the first time with us like trying this new procedure. And yeah, we kind of bumped up the hops a little bit in the kettle because we're like, oh, hey, it's a little bit lower. We can kind of push a little bit more in there and see what happens. Okay. Um. So yeah, so kind of a nice... Beautifully hoppy work going into the fermenter. A nice, clean, 65-degree ferment with Cal Ale 001. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 65? Yeah. Calm down, whoa. dude. This isn't a cold IPA. Yo, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Don't get me started. Shit's getting crazy already. <laughs> and then... um. This yeah, so like it's, it's like a it's mostly a big Nelson Citra dry hop bomb, but we like to kind of throw a wrench in things with the double dry hop version to kind of differentiate it from the normal version with some with you know our, it's, it's the normal Citra Nelson dry hop, but we also add extra on top of that. Sometimes okay. the same hops, sometimes a little bit different. A couple more pellets. A couple, yes, you know, one or like to three more pellets yeah. in the whole. Are batch. We, yeah, are we talking about like the exact same as the first in poundage, or like less? We're talking like we're talking the Citra Nelson is the exact same as like a normal Creek Park recipe, but then we're adding another like. But is it the a double the amount or yes? It, oh, is, it is double okay. the double the amount and, and one time. Drink. We're okay. not we're not doing like a two stage thing. We're just like I just want to open up this tank one time. I see. Throw everything in there. Close that baby up. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So it's not two times dry hops. It's not two times. It's just, it's double, just the double the amount in amount. one. Okay. Exactly. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 So that's the interpretation of D D H. D D H. Your imagination. And you know. And you know. Well, I mean, it's a want. it's a conversation that uh, uh, Justin's over there. He's just like. The I always thought me. it meant I that it was you like it you put it in two times. Sure. I mean, I think yeah. I think there's not kinda, just once. I think there's a, like, there's two different ways of approaching it. 
And I like for us, you defined it as yeah, for double me, the amount. Yeah, I liked yeah, doing double the amount, and it's you know like like procedure wise, like in the yeah. brewery, practically it's like you know we're only climbing up on a ladder one time and right. doing, and like and like exposing the beer one yeah. time. Well, and yeah. your your Jeremy from Lagunitas is like mentality, you know, just throw it in there the first time because I'm lazy and don't. Exactly. And that's right. <laughs> I I I, I prescribe <laughs> to that same thing, but I can I, I'm looking at Justin across the 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 path here, and he's like. Well, that's not how double no, dry hop is. I'm no scientist, but that sounds like a single dry hop. <laughs> yeah, because you're putting it in at one time. I would, one. I mean, I'm not a mathematician either, but I, I think that's every, only one time. I love every oh, statement that starts with a, I'm not a. I'm not I'm a. Not a but, <laughs> but the, well, no, did you taste? The, so do you, I assume, since you have a double dry hop Creek Park, you have a single dry hop? Sing- we, we certainly do. <laughs> I'm just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and apparently did you only notice has another difference? version of it. Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I, I notice a big difference. And we actually, in a mysterious way, like to kind of do the the extra dry hops in DDH Creek Park with a different variety. Okay. So it, it's, there's a slight change in overall, like, aroma and performance to the beer. Yeah. So this is actually has... On top of the Nelson Citra, it has Mosaic Cryo and Columbus Cryo. Oh, nice. This time around. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fun to kind of, you know, switch it up because a lot of the hops that we use, they're so big and saturated, like they're already so loud and powerful that like our normal dry hops pretty good so like if we just doubled that amount it's 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 a little bit better but it's like it's still it's kind of similar so we kind of like to change it up a little bit and okay it's kind of fun for me to throw something else in the beer to kind of see what happens all right roger your impressions of the beer what do you think so, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point i'm enjoying it yeah, it's, it's supposed to knock you out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Hops help you sleep dude wow victory it's, it's, it smells and tastes like a single hop no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> no way like a single dry hop it's just, yeah. Yeah. i mean it's a great beer but uh i mean but. we i think we're going into this uh realm right now uh where everyone's saying ddh and no one really knows what the fuck that is okay and single dry hop, it, you just throw it all in there the first time. Mm-hmm. That's all, always the way that faction we've done that. But now it's like... It's still semantics, like, though. If you're doubling the amount, there's but, an argument to be right. made. It's double, double the dry hops. The Do you have to put hop. a T in there? What D-T-D-H? Yeah, double, okay, and let's double talk about the amount dry hop. <laughs> without starting an argument with starting one, yeah. how do you... What are you saying? What What is... Well, how do you, well, before you answer that, how do you like the beer? It's great. Okay, thank oh, you. Thanks. It's hazy. Finally, it's hazy. I try that one out of here. Yeah. He doesn't like complimenting you. Uh, no, yeah, I tell me really about don't. it. I really don't. <laughs> it's struggle. It's a but struggle. The bottom line is like, if we're putting five pounds per barrel into a freaking uh, yeah. beer, yeah. Well, who gives a shit how you put it in there? I see. If it's on the hot side or cold side, that's why. We care about as brewers. It's like, oh, well, we don't need it a pound on the uh, the hot side, but it's four pounds on the on the on the sure sure cold oh, yeah. side, and, and it's yeah. like, but what why, is why from, did you do it right the first time? I just feel like, like it's like, still like, my thing. It's like, like, like the double dry hop thing. Is, it's I'm not, I'm gonna throw it out there. It's totally it's kind of like a marketing thing too. It's like you know people like they have like they have these brands that they love. People are so used to. They're comfortable with. They love and like 
what's better than like oh seeing something you love turned up to 11 like turned yeah like getting turned up yeah. but it's you know? to 9 you know well, but, like, see, <laughs> but that, so that's what I was going to say is uh, yes there, there's the brewer's perspective where you're just thinking about the logistics of it but then there's Brittany's perspective Who's got to sell the beer? Yeah, and then I'm she like, she sells fashion. It sells about, and she probably wishes she probably wishes you'd put DDH on a couple of those beers. I mean, Slap you, that you, thing you, on it. you are right. I mean, that's the thing is, if it's like, oh, with, it's one of our core beers, but DDH. Dude, yeah, I, I will I mean, line absolutely. up for DDH mm-hmm. Penske file right now. Oh, <laughs> I'll pre-buy the, the batch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna stop making that now, <laughs> just because right. of this conversation. Yeah. It's All right, just because of uh, of, this, of timing, uh, now Wynn is yes. drinking uh, the faction beer that we have on tonight, which oh. is called Jug Dish. Jug Dish. It's a hard name to, for me to say. You're I, gonna, I want to say like Judge-ish. Ju- I keep I, trying I to miss... I almost said Judges when I ordered it. Where, can... where, where's the name from? Roger, go for it. Oh, yeah. boy. Seriously, you don't watch Seinfeld? <laughs> oh, of course. Is Classic. every beer a Seinfeld <laughs> Yes. Oh. 95%. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a Seinfeld reference. It's a Seinfeld reference when uh, Elaine called Jerry in the backward episode, uh-huh. which was at the end of the uh, seasons. I think it was the last season. Okay. Uh, she basically called him in India. Uh, Jugdish was Jerry. Oh, okay. Okay. And Jugdish. She was hammered. Nice. And she she said, Good night, Jugdish. <laughs> I think Goodnight Jug Dish is an even better name. You should Ooh. do a second beer. Maybe a dark version. Maybe the double dry hop version. <laughs> there you go. DDH is Goodnight Jug Dish. Does anyone not see the smile on my face? Roger is not smiling right now. All right, before I have Wynn, uh, young Wynn, uh, evaluate your beer, can you tell us about it, please, Roger? Uh, the beer itself, uh, it's... Uh... Something that we basically dry hopped uh, twice. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Amazing. The amount or the times <laughs> you dry right. hopped. Yeah. No, we. Uh, it was. Uh, we got into this uh, new uh, company that was selling hops, and we got their um, Nelson hops. So we used Nelson and Strata, nice. which were really two new hops when we came up with this beer. I think. Two years ago, maybe a I year. Last, I think last year was. Was the first it last year? year? Yeah. Don't confuse me with facts, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, last year was like the first time that we married those two hops, and uh, to be honest with you, I I really liked it out of the fermenter, and um, we kind of ran with it. Uh, and it all our, I think when you go down the line, everyone's going to say that everything is a simple malt bill. Okay. Yeah. No one, no one gives a fuck about malt anymore. Anymore. Is is it, yours two row? It's two row and a little bit of ho- um, uh, hops. That's <laughs> a little bit of classic. little little bit of uh, GNO. I think we use in this, and I think we used a bag of toasted wheat. Okay. Nice. All right. Fuck you and your toasted wheat. <laughs> Justin doesn't like Whoa. toasted wheat. <laughs> That's hazy territory. You don't know how to use it, bro. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. God. Toast this, bitch. <laughs> Did you have a bad experience with toasted no. wheat, Justin? Totally joking. Totally. Yeah. totally. We I feel actually, like it was his we, idea. We did a collaboration oh, yes. with these guys over here at, uh, what is it called uh, again? What's her? Uh, uh, we are called. What's it called again? <laughs> Fuck, what are we called? Oh, Ghost Town. Uh, Ghost oh, Town. yeah. It's like Graveyard or something. Grave, graveyard. Graveyard. No, but I fucking, I went double what <laughs> you recommended, I think. And it was, uh, well, you shouldn't have done that. The beer came out great, though. No, no, no. no that, that beer came out. No. Anyways, this is I'm just joking. Time. I'm just yeah. joking. Anyways, uh, 
I don't know. It's um, it's a beer that I really love, and I think the those two hops go uh, really well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we can get more. into like a like, single dry hop, though. I'm not joking, but you dry hopped it once yeah. with the amount of hops that you wanted. <laughs> yeah, climbing up on the ladder. Why are you going up there again? <laughs> yeah. You what know? about this colder temperature whirlpool thing? Are you messing with that at all? Yeah, we've been uh, we've been getting it down. Uh, I think uh, Wynn talked about it. We're bringing it down by cold temperature, uh, water additions. So oh. we're actually getting it down to like 185. So our yields are going up. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, you're adding water back into the whirlpool. So like a concentrated into wort? The, into the beer. Oh, whoa. whoa. Damn. Not at the whirlpool. So like a concentrated it, wort? On the, the, essentially. Yeah. And then not adding water to the whirlpool. You're not using that to cool Just it down. Just adding it. You, okay, to cool cold it down. Cold water, and, yeah, though. Yeah. Not hot water. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cold water. So you're bringing the temperature down and then moving right. it over to the whirlpool. Okay. But you're saying you're still in the 180s when you're... 185, 190. Okay. Depends. Okay. Sure. What's the idea? I didn't ask when. What's the idea behind this cooler temperature <laughs> hot whirlpool you're hopping? Not, you're, you're, not getting, uh, you're not getting the aroma... Like burning it's, off. Yeah, bursting it's off. not volatizing. I mean, you know about, a lot about this, Justin, because I know he does. He designed his brew house, the whole new brew house for this. But it's like it's like uh, like right on that one seventy temperature. You're not os- like, like uh, isomerizing alpha acids. You're kind of like like saturating the wort with with oils and stuff, and it's not coming out. It's kind of it's a little bit of a yeah softer, saturated, more oilier hop flavor rather than like okay. all that that kind of like chlorophylly bitterness that you don't really want. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I talked to a lot of, you know, like kind of like modern brewers that are making amazing West Coast IPAs, and that's kind of like the, the ML. That's kind of like the normal thing nowadays is to okay. kind of like lower that Whirlpool temp, do a huge old dry, uh, Whirlpool edition, and, you know, the flavors are just I hope it stays through. in there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I, Roger. I would like to say that uh, Faction is very old school in our brewing, and that's because I'm old school. Everybody <laughs> knows that, yeah. You're just old. Wow, Brittany. That one, <laughs> that one hit home. Yeah. Come on. But the bottom line is, like, we, we do a lot of our beers in the old school tradition that we do four hot additions. Okay. Four hot side additions, like a bittering, a, a flavoring, and a, a more flavoring if that makes any sense, and then a Whirlpool edition. Okay. So we're like... You're still doing multiple yeah. uh, kettle yeah. editions. Whereas like a lot of people have like uh, deviated to the point where they're like, oh yeah, we'll just do West Coast style or East Coast style beers, but West Coast style them. Yeah. Okay. Where you're like, all right, we'll just add a little bit of uh, flavoring hop and then uh, do a big discharge to Whirlpool and then drive the fuck out of it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Whereas, like we, we kind of, I, I kind of like that. And Tasty is the one that uh, it didn't introduce me to this, but he told me this. And he's like, "Yeah, you want to build that flavor? Yeah, that hop flavor. Layer it on there. Yeah, through, Layer through the boil. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like Nate Smith and I was talking about like a thirty-minute addition. How it kind of adds some. We like, do that. Hop we do body that. We do that on flavor. essentially every one of yeah. our beers. I think it's a beautiful thing. I love it. And nine out of ten brewers who come in here, even those brewing West Coast IPAs, don't say that anymore. It's like right. they've gotten rid of the thirty-minute. Like that's the thirty what? Oh. What? Yeah. You actually put hops so. in the boil? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a. Yeah. It's a called a boil kettle. <laughs> right. Not a kettle. We're not, we're not in nineteen twenty anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for your pre prohibition. No, I still do hop well, Roger. I love you and I trust you. I'm the same with you there. I'm just experimenting this one batch, okay? All right, so when how do you like the beer? How do you I love like the Roger's beer? beer? As 
most faction beers. <laughs> I love it with all my heart. Um, it does have like a really beautifully crisp, like Nelson kind of like diesel flavor to it. Maybe from that thirty minute edition. Um, <laughs> but no, it's 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 a great uh, like aromatic beer. It's I think I can like you know it's it's nice and round and soft and it's it's not it's like. Yes, there's some bitterness that I love in a West Coast IPA, but it's not overwhelming at all. It's awesomely aromatic. It's just like, I mean, fact. I mean, Roger and y'all can't do any wrong with brewing a West Coast <laughs> he can IPA. do none wrong. So, uh, no complaints here. But yeah, oh, it's like awesome beer. Nelson's coming through great. Some like cool pineapple strata e thing going on. But okay, I like it. <laughs> That's a good evaluation, I think. Yeah. Mm. What? Roger. I'll take that. Yeah. You, okay. After tasting Ooh. it yourself, yeah, you're like, all right. Yeah. 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 When you have passed the test, oh, that'll be uh, thirty dollars. Here, here, just take oh, this. <laughs> all right. Well, bucks. we've got more beer to get through, including Justin's beer, who's sitting. I feel like he's just sitting there. You with know, no beer. He's, he's about to explode. Well, I, I literally walked in here. I was finished my pint. I was like, I'd be happy this to is rushed. Place is packed. The old Justin would sit here and really like soak up the information. This old Justin like or new, you old Justin? The new, the new award-winning Justin is yeah. just sitting there judging everybody. Yeah, I feel like right? Like, doesn't he look like he's just on his little high horse over yeah. there? Yeah. With he's like, when's the, when's the last medal you received? Uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> Y'all suck. I mean, we're no GABF brewery of the year. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Double. Two me, golds. I, 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 tried, I, I tried both Faction and uh, Wondrous Spears, yeah. and may I say, they are delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, you sh- cannot say that. <laughs> did you? We're going to commercial. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> did you have no, the, no, they're great. They're did you have the pizza port beer yet? No, I, I, I've only had two That's beers totally since fine I showed up here, we're so I need taste to get a few more next. in my... So yes, I'm sweet. setting us up because I'm going to bring Justin back, and uh, at least one of you, I haven't decided which, I'm going to flip a coin. I oh. know. Uh, we're going to do more Brewer nice. Talk. We're also going to bring Deep Liquid in here to talk about this robot beer, robots. right? We're going to talk about AI robots. beer, and I want robots. us to robots. taste some Ghost Town, and I want us to taste some Pizza Port, and I want us to taste some Rip. We've got Ian from Rip Brewing here, too, uh, so we We've got a lot left to do. Hang out with us. We'll be back. You're listening to the session. Hang in there. Welcome back to the session. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are doing our West Coast is the best coast night. And uh, as part of that, I get to hang out with a bunch of very cool brewers. Well, most of them are cool anyway, but their beer is really good. Um, and I'm excited to have everybody in the studio. We've got a new round of brewers. Plus, we've got uh, my old friend Dick Cantwell has decided to join us in the studio tonight to talk about uh, a new project he's getting involved with and... Probably just to hang out with me is what I think he's really here for. But um, move those microphones really close to yourselves there. And then also we've got Ian from Rip Beer Company back with us. Ian is always so nice to us here, not only at the Brewing Network, but uh, the Hop Grenade. Got us beer for Beer Week, Mm -hmm. gets us beer for Tasty Event, gets us beer for Pale Fest, like anything we ask of you, man. Whatever you need, Justin, we got you covered. Dude, I appreciate it so much. And I love your beer. Thank you. It's one of the three beers in my glasses. I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot which glass is which at this point. <laughs> but I poured myself all the beers at the break thinking I'm going to talk about it. And instead, I'm just going to let you talk about it. I do know. Can, can you guess your beer already, Justin? Oh, yeah. Totally. I think well, I know, our, I think beer, our, our beer. Our collab. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's a collab. You're right. Which yeah. one? 
It's, small glass, it's right? the little guy, yes, right? Yes. Okay, that's the only one I remember because it's of a different size. <laughs> so I'm glad I did that so we can talk about your beer. Sweet. Portfolio uh, Raider Bob, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got Ian and Justin from Ghost Town back in the studio. And then I would like to welcome, uh, for the first time ever uh, to the studio, I'd like to welcome Denim from Deep Liquid. Welcome, man. Thank you. All the way from Australia. Yes. Yeah, we sent the Brewing Network private jet out there. And, um, and Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's very comfortable. <laughs> uh, now, Denim actually has a brewery in Australia as well, right? What's the brewery? Barossa Valley Brewing. Okay. In the Barossa Valley, which is just north of Adelaide. Okay. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. You know uh, that, right? It's, it's hallowed wine country, but yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. And you're out here for SF Beer Week uh, to experience this whole thing. And, of course, to talk about, I teased it at the beginning of the show, uh, Deep Liquid, uh, which is uh, using AI for brewers to maybe get some better feedback and make beer better, right? Absolutely, yeah. You did it that perfectly, yeah. Okay. I don't have to say anything more. Done. I can, I can leave now. <laughs> well, we are going to dive into it, and, and we're going to let the brewers sort of chime in on that, too. Um, but uh, Dick had reached out to me uh, a month or so ago and told me about this project, um, and I just thought it was the coolest thing because I like robots, and I think, and I also like not <laughs> denying where the future is going. Um, and I also, like as a restaurant owner, too, I'm a big fan, actually, of Yelp. You don't hear a lot of like restaurant owners say that, but I'm a big fan of customer feedback. And in my opinion, is that's because I'm smart enough to read through the bullshit, yeah, right? Like you kind of can read trends when you get your any restaurant owner or brewery who's like, oh, I hate that stuff. I'm like, I don't know, man. You're just not paying attention. Uh, you can weed through this stuff, okay? But with AI. You, it sort of weeds through it for you. So when Dick told me about this project, I was uh, instantly uh, uh, interested in it, and we're going to talk about that today, too. But first, we're still on our West Coast is the Best Coast um, topic, and part of that is uh, Rip Brewing Company came in here. And before Justin has to go, Justin's a newish dad, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's yes. got, yeah, he's got to, this, this man has to leave sometimes. He's rocking dad. Uh, in fact... You know, he just won a bunch of awards like this weekend alone, like not even in the past year, but this weekend. And <laughs> he's not allowed to be at events anymore, not because his <laughs> wife said that or whatever, but because they always win when Justin's not there. Correct. You're, you know, <laughs> yes. you're now officially blackballed, right? Well, oh, wonder, no, I already canceled my trip to the uh, World Beer Cup. <laughs> to where, you're not, not even allowed to go to that. Not fucking going. <laughs> Which sucks. It's in Nashville. I like hanging out yeah. with you, but I agree with your team. You are not allowed. No, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go and we can just hang out downtown and just party while the award ceremony happens? Good question. Maybe. But when he loses, then he feels yeah, like, no, I screwed that up. Because there's no one else to blame. No, you're right. No, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's it's a tough one right now. Eventually, I you got to let go, of ma- let go of the magic feather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right. <laughs> well, I just this magic feather just found us, though. It, so, right, yeah, and it's still working. You know, hold well, on to it. No, while tight, it works, man. but yeah, <laughs> you remember Dumbo lost the magic feather, so I oh, yeah. Know. oh yeah, I do. You're referring to my ears. Oh, what I mean is he didn't need it, but he didn't know that. No, you're right. No, you're right. I know, know, but I'm also a Raiders fan. Well, and I was going to say, Dick Dick also, I happen to know, is a massive baseball fan. And if superstition isn't alive and well anywhere, but in baseball, it's not alive and well at all. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you sometime about the story of my watching the 1987 World Series when the Twins won, because I'm a Twins fan. Oh, that's right. You're like a dual fan. They won all the games that I watched on my little black and white TV, and when I was invited to somebody else's house 
to watch it on a nice TV for Game 7. I sat in the corner facing the opposite direction <laughs> and watched it on my TV. Oh, my God. And they won. And they won. Oh, there yes. we go. Yeah. See? So the superstition <laughs> is alive. You're not well. going to Nashville. No, <laughs> no, sorry. No. Yeah, you nope. can't go. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, let's start with your collab beer. Uh, yeah. Was it brewed at Ghost Town? Yep. Yeah. The third year in a row. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is uh, annual, and we will continue to... Uh, bring this beer back every SF Beer Week because we fucking love it. It's a great beer. Tell us about the beer. Um, yeah, so West Coast IP, obviously. And um, the malt bill originally was um, influenced by Ian, which it still is. Um, which is what? It's a two-row. It's like a 50-50 two-row Gambrina. Yeah. No, I think it was like 40% Gambrina's pills. Probably there. like a 60-40, yeah. Yeah, 60-40 with about 8% uh, raw wheat white malt. Wheat. White wheat malt. Okay. Uh, you know, a little acidulated. And then um, first word hop with mosaic, bitter with mosaic, mosaic at 30, mosaic at five, <laughs> mosaic incognito, mosaic cryo, mosaic T90 in the whirlpool. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, this beer originally I, was kind of was inspired by what other half was doing with their HDHC project. Mm-hmm. And so it was the kind of my my first, I think both of our first foray into HDHC. And what does that look like? And how do you how do you make that happen? And so taking mosaic and just spreading it in every possible form and fashion in all the different the varieties beer. of it yeah totally okay beautiful hop it oh, is beautiful hop. yeah so oh, yeah. before we talk more about mosaic i do want to go back to the malt bill real quick yeah and it's kind of fresh on my mind because i just did a show last night with another brewery who was telling me almost all their ipas are now just pilsner malt and even the double IPA that I was drinking last night was all 100% Pilsner malt. And I was a little surprised about it, but I brought it up to Wynn, who was on the show earlier today, and he's like, yeah, no, a lot of brewers are doing that now. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of surprised by that. You're still doing two-row and some others also. What do you think about this all Pilsner malt versus what you chose, well, Ian? what I'll say about that is, I mean, this is the third year running with this beer. Mm-hmm. And so we have made some changes to some of our recipes okay. um, over the time. And we do some IPAs with all Pilsner malt. We do some IPAs that are, you know, all two-row. Yeah. We do some that are a blend of, of both. Um, the white wheat, like that 10 to 15% white wheat, yeah. is the common thread through a lot of our beers. Okay. Uh, we've pulled out all of the Carapils, Dextrin malt. We're really not using any of that anymore. Yeah. And so like all that, that body, that foam, that head retention is kind of coming from just from the wheat. Got it. Okay. Not just from, but you know what I mean? Majority. Dick, I hope yeah. you don't mind me pulling you into this conversation because look, I've been doing this for like 18 years. Sure. In these interviews and hearing all Pilsner, 100% Pilsner mart double IPAs is kind of new to me. And I'm curious, as a brewer, what you think. Well, of course, I've seen IPA change a great deal, you know, and watched it gradually be stripped down over the years. I'm I'm all for it, you know, especially with what we've got going on with hops, uh, Mm -hmm. especially in the last 10, 15 years, whatever. That's what you want to show off. You want a blank slate for that. You want good malt character. You want solid mouthfeel and all that stuff. And you want enough texture so you've got a decent head. But beyond that, it's all about the hops. Okay. So you want... Nice, clean, nice malt flavor, nothing that sticks too much on your tongue. Sure. And then Mosaic being the perfect hop for exactly what you're describing to, to showcase. Oh, yeah. So there's not another hop but no, Mosaic? No, there, there are other hops in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, it's Mosaic heavy yes. in the kettle, but the dry hop has other 
as buddies in there. So, okay. um, as uh, Ian's, I mean, he's the one. Ian is the Columbus Cryo King. I okay. Well, no, every I, I hear that. No, anybody that uses Columbus Cryo, it's only because this motherfucker turned us on to it. Okay. So, because that's sort of you're welcome, YCH. That's, that sounds kind of unusual. <laughs> a, a high alpha. Yeah, Something but like that. I'm telling you, Columbus Cryo, and I, I absolutely small, small adore doses. it. Small doses. Um, you know, here's the secret. We're using it like half a pound per barrel, and it's always an active fermentation dry hop. About day four, day five, whatever your the tail end of your active fermentation is. Um, and it gives this beautiful, danky, grapefruit pith. Uh, it's, it's lovely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it provides a great backbone that you can layer on top of that. Either more... Of those danky OG classic varietals, or the super fruity mosaics, the galaxies, the Nelsons, whatever you want. Sounds neat. I wouldn't it's, have thought so. Pretty rad. And it's great to see the comeback of a sea hop like that. Uh, yeah. There's a beer on tap we have from Altamont, and I'm I'm going to speak out of turn because I'm not positive this what is what it is, but it's called New Seas Old Seas, and I think they use old. But it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, then I was some talking cryo to Stephen about it yesterday. So okay. all the kettle hops are old seas. Okay. The Centennials, so, the Cascades, the Chinook, regular Chinook, pellets, whatever it is. basically. Yeah. Um, okay. And then all of the dry hop is all new seas. Which um, are new season hops or new seas like cryo? Or citra. Uh, citra, or citra, yeah, okay. citra or, or cryo, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Anything cryo is a sea hop. That's I see. very true. Yeah. There you go. It's all cryo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is a great beer, guys. And I think this is the one that won on Saturday here. Is, is that right? I think the last three years. It's actually, Whoa. this is our third year winning. Our hazy? Hazy yeah. clear, and it's incidental it's always mortality this year? every oh, year. Yeah. I didn't know that. This shit's dank as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah, totally. it I mean, because yeah. it's, it's one of those that's like, it's again, it's mosaic fucking heavy. Yeah. And then we get that crowd to boof it up. We get a little galaxy in there. And even when the galaxy has been bad, it's just like a touch of galaxy. You know, this year, actually, I think the galaxy is fucking yeah. popping. It's our 22 galaxies. And then we finish it with just a splash of Idaho 7. Okay. But, I mean, again, it's a mosaic-driven beer. Sure. And then we... It's a little the, texture. Yeah, we, we get the dank from the Columbus crowd. You get that weird tropicalness from the galaxy. And then your Idaho 7 could go anywhere from, like, you know, an herbal to a little pineapple. So. Sure. But we're... It's... I mean, we're all mosaic. I mean, you talk to any West Coast brewer, like mosaic is yeah the ultimate big hop that you use, right? So. Yeah, I made a joke. I think it was last night. The days are all blurring together. But on the show last night that I, I was mentioning that we'd have eight brewers on tap today. And I was questioning whether any of them didn't have mosaic in their IPA. Is there mosaic in the in the pizza port? There's mosaic, right? Mm-hmm. And I know there's mosaic in the liquid gravity because that guy doesn't know how to make a beer without mosaic. None, uh, <laughs> none. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. yeah, I don't. Raider Bob has mosaic and citra. Yeah. That one also. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking. Which look, nothing. Yeah. That's that's amazing. It's just that good. Yeah, yeah. If anybody ever talks shit on mosaic? Send them our way. I will. Like, I'll do that. This yeah. is. I don't think I've ever heard that. I've heard people talk shit about Simcoe. I've even heard people... I'll, I'll do that. You'll do that? Mm-hmm. I did in the beginning. <laughs> it was too catty for me. Well, yeah. I, it reminds me of Peanut Shells. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there are, be- right, there are right. beers that people use it in that I love when it's used in tandem or other combinations with other hops. But sure. Just by itself, I, I don't know. I mean, I respect it, but to me, it's not really to my taste, but it's that peanut shell Is that thing. the peanut shell, or is it the red skin of the peanut? It's the shell. The, the shell, shell itself. itself. Yeah, like yeah. if you chew on a yeah. peanut shell. Yeah. 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 I can see that, yeah. And I've had people complain about Citra, too, 
which to me, citra is like, Ooh, like mosaic. Citra. That's so palatable, citra. citra, right? Like, I'm like, how do you not like citra? But no. yeah, there's some. Either that or they're just complainers, which is what the AI is for. It's going to weed them out, I feel like. Well, so I'm, <laughs> so I'm curious, and I didn't want to jump the gun on the AI, but like, what are you seeing in terms of feedback for your gris? Are you seeing more of the two row? Is it two row heavy? Or are they are they pilsner heavy? Mm-hmm. Like, what's that feedback look like? Well, it depends on so how we are working it, and this is an introduction, right? So this is all very very new. But with my brewery, what we're doing is we are giving it a recipe, and we are actually training a neural network, right? So I don't know if I need to tell you what a neural network is, but basically that is like a computer brain, yeah, right? And we train this to give it parameters, right? So. I was having this discussion a little while ago, and so we just, the first beer we brewed, um, every, I, I was really surprised. Everybody went, oh, this tastes in, like a Barossa Valley brewing beer. Our beer is brewed in wine country. They're really big, bold, hoppy. And um, they're like, we thought a beer brewed with artificial intelligence would be quite homogeneous, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, if we said just brew us the most popular beer, it would taste like Tsing Tao, right? most popular beer in the world sure but uh, we train the neural network to give it parameters so i to to your to to answer your question in a very long about way is that we it depends on the style and depends on what we give the neural network the training to say okay take this in take this and exclude this so yeah it excludes the rubbish that you don't want and it takes in the stuff that fits in your parameters. Mm-hmm. But something like that, you know, um, the, the initial part of it is getting feedback from customer comments mm-hmm. when they've scanned the QR code and typed in their responses to some very basic questions. Yeah. But if, you've give, if the brewer has, has provided the AI with the actual recipe, then it could get specific enough to make recipe suggestions that might say, use all Pilsner malt. Hmm. Or augment it with some sugar or something. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, five years ago or 10 years ago, whatever it was, you might not have even had Pilsner Malt as an option for that. Right. For that substitution. Yeah. And and Dick's right. The first, what we we talk about this a lot, and Dick talks about it, this is just a tool, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And you can use it as much or as little as you want. But the first sort of step is what are your customers saying, right? Is it too hoppy? You know, is it. You or know, what kind of hoppy? Right, exactly, right? So, do you want mm-hmm. something that's reminiscent of mosaic or citra, or do you want something more dank? Yeah. But it still has to be questions that, that your customers can understand. What we've done right. is we have, yeah. and, and honestly, so I, I'm not referring to this as a launch, right? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm referring to this as an introduction. The um, Brewing Network never gets the launch. We never get the uh, scoop, well, uh, Ian. What the? No, no, this is the scoop. Okay, this is okay. definitely oh, I'll take a scoop. scoop. That's right? good enough. This okay. is definitely a scoop, right? <laughs> so once it's launched, it's too late. It's not a scoop, right? Yeah, You've right, got you're the right. scoop. Okay, perfect. Um, I'll take so it. So what we're doing is we are trying to identify what is that sweet spot, right? Because with data, you want volume, right? Now, if you get, like, we're having this discussion, like, <sighs> it, uh, this is not an, a radical idea. All brewers, and I have a brewery, we talk to people, we try to use our monkey brains to try to understand all the, the comments that we're getting, right? And we, we try to filter out the rubbish. Yeah. yeah. 
And we often this listen beer to... This sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, thank you. Okay, we'll we'll one star. Out. I don't like IPA. Okay, one yeah. star. <laughs> yeah, you filter out the on-tap stuff, and then, right? So, yeah. um, But what you end up doing is you also listen to the guy who's at your bar regularly. And it's that, if you get narrow, small amounts of data, it doesn't allow you to make the best decisions. So if we can get broad data and use AI to filter that out and then mm-hmm. put it into a format the brewers can use, it allows us to make the best decisions, right? Now, we've done this in a small little experiment at, with my brewery, um, but it has worked. Um, I you heard know. you ended up winning an award with a beer that yeah. you took this feedback from. Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I'm in hallowed company here, so I don't want to be like, you know, I, I'm very nervous about talking about my little awards in, in Australia, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. But yeah, we, we uh, won. Awards like, are awards. Yeah. yeah well, we won, like, our version of the BAs, the IBAs here. We won Champion State Brewery. Um, we won, at, and the Inter- International Beer Awards in Australia is actually the largest annual beer awards in the world. And this beer, uh, we went through three iterations very quickly, though. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. And that picked up a silver uh, immediately. And um, talking to the brewers, and listen, this is one in a row, right? I don't want to overhype this. Sure. But speaking to them and being within the process, like, this is great. We're getting data we can use. This is We're, we're making decisions based on customer feedback and market feedback that we can immediately use. This right. is speaking to the drunk guy at the bar. Wait, wait, how drunk are well, you? Are you making any well, sense? Sure, but let's, sure. let's not let's not completely denigrate that drunk guy at no, the bar because no. you know we all have sat at our yes. own bars and we've talked to the guy at the at the bar, the woman at the bar, you know, like yeah. you know, what do you think of this beer? And yeah. when they give you feedback and you and you say, Huh, that's interesting, whether yeah. you think it is or not, later on they feel like, Yeah, I talked to the brewer and you know, two weeks later or next batch, I think I like this one better yeah you know because i had some input and that's kind of the way this works although it's more than one guy at the end of the bar it's like sure. all the people who have rated this beer and they feel some ownership to the process especially when the beer is remade and they come back and they feel loyalty to it and you know we all want to sell beer right yeah and yeah. customer con- cu- customer connection is one way to do that and, sure and, and you're, you're very right and you know i don't want to <laughs> denigrate the drunk at the bar because this this idea was pretty much uh, a bunch of drunk guys, right? But some really smart drunk guys. So, yeah, yeah. Like, there's me who's not the really, really smart drunk guy. Um, but like, we have literally the smartest AI guys in Australia. So uh, the this is one of the things the South Australian government has done really well. It really pitched hard to get the Australian Institute of Machine Learning, which is the third highest rated institution in the world okay. for uh, computer visual AI research. I mean, Google, it, this is one of my, like the things I'm most proud of. Um, uh, their, their major partners are Google, Amazon, the Australian Defense Force, uh, Microsoft, and Little Barossa Valley Brewing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, right. it makes I'm, no sense. I'm glad yeah. you didn't say Tesla. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I'm sure Tesla's there. They've all moved down there. Right. And so the head of that division is our director, the one of the guys who headed up AI for the Australian Defense Force. He's a partner as well. We've got literally the smartest AI guys there. They just were fans of our, my beer. I was going to say, it's pretty fascinating that you have that. And and beer fans are just kind of that way. Beer is just such a universal mm-hmm. language that I'm surprised you have that caliber, but not surprised at the same time because everybody just loves beer. Yeah. You so. never know who's on the other, the other side of the bar. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 So we, we, we sponsor, uh, we supply beer for a startup, and the startup is next to this, uh, the, the Australian Institute of Machine Learning. And so we, I, we just met them and like, oh, these guys like your beer. Mm. And I was an AI 
geek. I've just, you know, I, I, I found it fascinating. Yeah. And we just had uh, like a rule. Okay, you, because they didn't want to talk about machine learning. I didn't want to talk about beer anymore. So if I brought it around, they had to talk about machine learning. Sure. Right? They yeah. brought it around, I had to talk about beer. And then, it, so it was sort of a drunk conversation that sort of led to this, this, yeah, okay. So, so I don't want to denigrate drunk conversations. Yeah, They're no, amazing, they, that's right? uh, that's <laughs> so, part of the beer. That's part of the beer world. Yeah. Okay, so then then let me ask you this, and it's kind of a multifaceted question. But the the first thing is, I I sent out this message to the brewers that were involved in tonight. They were already doing tonight, and I had talked with you guys, and. I actually was really surprised by the instant response. Everyone was like, "Cool, yeah, robot beer, let's do it." Yeah. And and I and I really thought the response would be like, "I don't know, man, maybe can we learn more about it?" But you guys are all were just like, "Yeah, let let's try." Which was a little bit surprising to me, not because I'm against robot beer, but I just thought it's a little bit of a controversial topic, right? Like people are like, "Oh, the Matrix is going to make our beer." But Justin, you didn't think that you did. You just think feedback is good. What was your thought process? I mean, I'm all about feedback. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I will say this: like it, when it's all said and done, um, I don't let uh, our, our ratings or you know what people tell me what to do yeah. influence me. Okay, because you know that I think that's part of being a craft brewer is you know you you, you make what you want to make. Yeah, you know you, you don't. I I don't brew what people tell me to make. I brew what I want to make. Okay. But um, I, I thought it was a, like you said, it was like it was like weeding out kind of like some of this bullshit, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like you said, like, oh, I don't I don't like IPA. So I'm going to rate you in one. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, useless information. Yeah. You, but like you can get some actually like some maybe some legit positive feedback from yeah, this that yeah. you can apply going forward. Because like, yes, of course, we still take that into consideration. Right. But yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And can I just say on that, like, this is the thing that has been surprising me. And you're right. Customers actually don't want you to slavishly go, oh, you want that? Fine. I'm going to just brew that for you, right? They don't want that. They actually just want to be heard, right? And then let you do what you do best. But if you then have listened to them and gone, okay, I listened to you. I'm going to do what I, but I've taken that information. Like I take all my information. That is super valuable. And as Dick said, while the AI and, you know, this is new and we've got the smartest guys, but they're learning and they're collecting data. So the AI is learning. But what has been the immediate value is, and this is very early days, but our engagement has gone up over 800% I when see. we've had a QR code on our cans, right? And what happens is, this is with all our beers, and I don't know if it's the same with yours, but we introduce a beer, it's all cool and hot and everybody tries it, and then it just starts dropping, right? Okay. This hasn't happened Right. So what's happened is people have gone, oh, okay, I can interact and like, okay, I've got a little bit of my say in here. And for the first time, hand on heart, we can say, yeah, we're considering all of this. Right. And sales don't drop. They go up because, and again, it's early days, so, so I don't want to overpromise. But. So let me put a fine point on that because I, I was in the beginning when Dick was explaining to me, just trying to still figure out how it works. But in essence, if, if a brewer decides to use this this service, they put a QR code on whatever can that well, they're selling, and then every a, customer can, or in a bar, so if it's yep. at my bar and I have it on tap, yep. uh, which is what I did tonight, by the way, I put out some of these QR codes on a coaster, and I said, hey, if you order any of the West Coast IPAs tonight and you feel like giving your feedback, scan this code. Um, so, But you as a brewer, you would put it on your can, and then hope that, that people engage, basically. And it's free. 
Yeah. Okay, right. There's no cost to the brewer. Yeah. God, how is everything free nowadays? It blows my mind. <laughs> Denim, you'll have to tell me <laughs> this off somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. But it blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> so uh, brewers can use it for free, and then their consumers interact. Okay, and then back to what you're saying, that's keeping them engaged with this super popular beer that normally would have just been like, cool, well, that was yesterday's beer. Well, well, well yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know even if it wasn't a super popular beer, but it becomes, people feel ownership, right? Yeah. They're like, as long as you can hand on heart, like, a wonderful. This is what we're trying to do on a broader scale. So um, we were at the Double IPA, IPA Festival yeah. over the weekend at the Bistro, at the Bistro right? Mm-hmm. Brilliant yeah. event, hallowed. I was really excited to be there. Had both of your beers there. Yes, th- awesome, mm-hmm. right? Seriously, the beers were really good. And um, I was talking to Vic, and he told us about how, yeah, at the very start, he you know called up Finney at Russian River and said, "Here, we're doing this. Can you create this beer and like in this style?" And he was like. Yeah, okay, we can do this. And that was Piney the Elder, right? Right. And I was yeah. like, because, and this is, I was almost embarrassed. I went, okay. But that's, that's analog. What? And very analog. Yeah. 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 The Elder. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, because I, I, I went in there and I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. Um, this is like a flagship and I haven't tried it. So I have to have that beer. And so, oh, let me tell you the story, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, that beer is going to be there forever and all his customers know this and feel a connection to the brewery right already but you could do that 25 30 years ago you can't do that now yeah that makes sense how do we or at least not reliably right how do we keep that keep that connection where the customer feels a connection to the brewery right when the industry has expanded so much yeah right and that's that whole event there Every customer was there was just there to feel a little bit of that connection to the brewers, sure. right? Do you realize the irony in the statement that you're making, right? You're saying that AI is going to keep us connected to yeah. the to the brewery, which is much more in, in at least traditionally an analog experience. It's a bold statement. I don't disagree with you by the way, but I'm you do realize that sort of irony there. I don't know if it's ironic. Honestly, yeah. I think AI allows for the transfer of data yeah. More efficiently. Yeah. Analog is just a less efficient transfer of data. Right, right. Right. And so that community was built by just transferring data. I mean, that, 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 that's a, oh my gosh, if I've hung around with these AI guys too long now. I, I just, <laughs> it's yeah. myself. Go right. ahead, Ian. Yeah. Well, what it brings to my mind is, I mean, Mitch Deal came out before he left. I think it was right around, right around the time he left Stone or before that. And he said that brands nowadays, like beer brands, Stone Pale Ale, Stone IPA, yeah. whatever it is. You've only got a two to three year shelf life, not not shelf life for individual beer, but right. like shelf life on that brand, right? right. Like to be the, in the hearts the consum- and minds. The consumer of the, is yeah. going to get tired of that brand, yeah. at some point in time. And so I kind of like where you're going with it. If you can evolve that brand, I mean, we try to, we all try to evolve our brands, right? Every time we brew them, or every whatever, every six months, whatever it is. But if you can evolve it with the parts and minds of the consumer, that's yeah. kind of cool. And that's well, the that's what I was thinking of too. Is that you're all like this beer that you guys have been brewing every year. You you change a little bit. Uh, the most popular beer on earth, Pliny the Younger, that comes out every year. He changes it a little. I think he every added year. he added nectar on this year. I heard. So it it's was good. It's evolving anyway. Why not have this sort of direct participation? Yeah, I mean, yeah. again. The the guy like Vic is going to have that forever. Hmm. You can't replicate that. You can't scale that, right? But I think the reason why that's always going to be on tap and all his customers are going to be engaged and 
he's not the Pliny the Elder, at least in that bar, won't have a. It's had a twenty-three year, right, yeah. shelf life, and the reason is because there's a connection. Yeah, yeah. How do you build that connection? And I think that connection is communication. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop using the word and data. scarcity, right? Yeah, well, for well, sure. Yeah, true. That that does help as well, right? But I mean. It's, I want to say you stop using the, it's the word data, it's communication. And if you can communicate with mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and do it honestly, right? And I think that's what we do, right? Right now, so in a past life, I worked for a bank and we would do these surveys and we'd get these consultants in and, you know, it was all rubbish, right? It was just, <laughs> it was just to show people, it was to show the investors, oh, we've, we've interviewed these people or we've surveyed this amount of people. Yeah. If, AI allows you to hand on heart say, hey, we have taken this off. And you can filter out the rubbish. Yeah. Right? But you can still hand on heart say, every input's been considered, and I've made a decision. And this is the important thing. This is the thing that I was really surprised about. Consumers, customers don't want, they want you to do what you do really well. But well, they want to be beguiled. Right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But if they can have a part in that, right? If they can go, oh, hey, this guy's listened to me. Yeah. Right? If they... If you can talk to, I don't know, you know, Elton John and say, oh, wouldn't this be amazing to put this lyric in? And suddenly you hear that lyric in a song. You'd be, oh, my God. Yeah, right? Yeah. And this is sort of what the customer wants. And it gives them the ability to go, oh, my gosh. I actually asked for that. Yeah. I'm going to call Elton John right now. Okay, do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring us to a quick break because this is fascinating. I want to talk more about it. And I want to talk about the something that you and I talked about on Friday at the uh, SF Beer Week opening at 21st Amendment. And that was that somebody asked you, I think it was like, what if the opposite is asked of us? What if, what if the feedback we get is like, the don't do this to the beer? I think some brewer had asked you, like, but what about the negative commentary that we get? And I want to talk about that when we get back. Uh, so more from Deep Liquid, uh, more from the brewers on hand. I do want to declare right now, though, before the end of the show, so far, and I've tried them all, so I think it's a, it's a conclusion. My favorite West Coast IPA of our event. Ready? Right on. Pizza Port. Ooh. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? No, I'm serious. Not just because. Wow. No, sorry, First of bro. All, pizza ports never made a West Coast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not like the legendary kings of the West Coast. No. Uh, all hell, pizza port. Yes. Uh, uh, Save love. Bandit. All right. All right. Is my favorite uh, West Coast IPA of the night. <laughs> it's crystal clear. It's bright. It's hoppy. It has uh-huh. all the things I'm looking for in like a super drinkable West Coast IPA. Maybe it's all pills and roll. I don't fucking know. Do you know? Do you know the whole recipe? There is a touch of wheat. There's a touch, no, of, wheat. A touch of wheat. And the rest is, is pills and roll? The rest is pills and roll. See? Sir, you guys are on or right, something. All right. We're changing this recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. Right? They, yeah. they didn't tap Dankster Squad tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't even know. <laughs> there's still time. All right. Hang in there. We've got a lot more to do here on the session, and we're excited to do it. You're listening to me and the Brewing Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the session. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We are having a fun time at the Hop Grenade with our West Coast is the best coast 
Uh, God, I'm so used to everything at the Hop Grenade being a challenge right now. This one's not a challenge. We're just showcasing a bunch of awesome West Coast beers. They will be on tap for the rest of the week, and we've got more Beer Week events going on, too, including the uh, remainder of our Hop Grenade Brewery of the Year Challenge. Our finalists, uh, one of them just left the room, uh, are Ghost Town and Wondrous, who is also here today. So on Thursday, you get to vote for the best brewery of 2022. I know that sounds weird, but we just call all the information from the whole year. The Brewing Network picks their favorite 16. The Hop Grenade picks their favorite 16. And then uh, all of you folks get to vote on the best. So we're down to the last two on Thursday night. So come out for that. And um, we're going to have some of these uh, other West Coast IPAs on as well. Also, before I move on uh, to our final segment, I want to thank our wonderful sponsor, the 21st Amendment. Uh, Sully has been with me like since, I think, show three or something. He's just been such a supporter of the program, and I love him very much. Uh, go check out their Strong Beer Week releases. Strong Beer Week existed before SF Beer Week. Him and Dave from Magnolia invented Strong Beer Week. It's been going on for such a long time, and they're and they're still doing that. Uh, sorry, I think I muted you, or you muted yourself. There you go. Thank you, Justin. I'm yeah. like back on the doc mic. I think yeah, I'm yeah. myself, unfortunately. Nate, they did it like before SF Beer Week ever like existed. Two, three years before. So yeah. you can still go check out, go to 21st-amendment.com and look at all of their strong beer releases. Um, and then thank them for supporting the Brewing Network because we're here because of folks like them. And we appreciate it very much. All right. So we still have a couple more beers in front of us. Uh, I already uh, proclaimed that... Pizza Port was my favorite West Coast IPA tonight, Nate. What do you think of that decision? Pizza Port's pretty badass. Yeah. I did like... It's a nice beer. Mm, I think the Westies from Alvarado Street might be my personal favorite, but... That's a good beer. It's a really damn good beer. I think Dick liked... Uh, Fuck money, more hops. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I, just, I just like the name. It's Liquid a good gravity. Name. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. And props to that crew for that. You used to never be able to do that, but now you can. Right. Even yeah. on the air. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and here is the air it. isn't the air the anymore. Air is it fake isn't. Air. Yeah. It's the new air. <laughs> I have yeah. the ghost town in front of me right now, which is excellent. Yeah, yeah that's it. It, it is super Although the, excellent. the liquid gravity beer is quite good. That's a nice beer. Great brewery. Uh, I actually, I've been making fun of him all night, but Brendan, I'm bummed you couldn't make it tonight. He's a down like eight brewers or something. It's just him and one other person brewing around the clock. So oh, we got to go bug him now. Too. You should like annoy him. That'd be great. Yeah, he needs <laughs> a brewery. That. That. Oh. If yeah. you're looking for a fourth he, job. He needs some hands, you know. for sure. Right. Okay, so I did want to wrap up a little bit uh, with Deep Liquid and just talk more about this because we're so excited about it. And then the idea here, by the way, and we're, we're going to try it. We we sort of hastily put it together on, on my end here. We're trying to get feedback on the breweries that were here today, Ian, and so that hopefully we get enough data that you might rebrew the beer. And sure. of course, Denim, you mentioned that. Like part of the key here is we got to get an, an, enough data. So if we don't do it this time around, we'll do it on another one. But the hope is maybe we will get it tonight, and then you guys will rebrew this beer, and, and we'll be back here. Yeah, be um, awesome. Talking about it. Uh, either way, I'm going to follow this story because I'm excited about it. And um, and I think I'm going to bring my brewer friends along with me to, to, to keep trying it out. But I teased before the break that there was this other side of the AI that could happen. And that is the AI can give you these sort of percentages, right? Like there's an 80% chance that if you do this, you might find some success, right? On the flip side, and I think a brewer brought this up to you, 
If the data ends up saying there's a 5% chance if you do this, it'll be a success. But if it sounds like a really cool idea or something to this effect, would you still do it? Yeah. So I got to say, like, everybody else, like, why, why are you doing this here? And part of the reason is, like, this is almost like the birthplace of innovation, whether it's craft beer or tech, right? And um, so I, I came here for that reason. And I think the brewer was like, well, don't people want to be surprised? And, like, what mm. if, like, don't people want to just, like, how are we going to do that, right? Because if it's just telling them what they like, mm-hmm. then how are we going to surprise them? I was like, that's a good point. And, and you what, mentioned that earlier. We could have just right. end up with 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 Sing Tao, like yeah, the, whatever exactly, the most popular right? beer is. Yeah. Well, I mean, we wouldn't do that because we we train the neural network, so it becomes what we want, right? Okay. okay. But still, like the customer wants to be surprised. Like, how do we surprise them? And I, I was like, that's a really good point because we are actually taking the 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 chance of you going, oh, I'll never try that again. But this happens to me all the time. I'll try a beer. I was like, I'm glad I had that. I'll never have it again. Right. Yeah. And I think we all do that. You don't want to take that out of the right. beer experience. Yeah. So we can, and the guy's name I'm pretty sure was... Uh, Santiago. Santiago. So I went, you know what? This is brilliant, Santiago. I'm going to call this the Santiago sample. Yeah. And it might be like, you know what? The the AI is telling us there's only a 7% chance you'll like this beer. You want to try it? Right? <laughs> right, yeah. So, but we can do that. And that's... It's a kind of a nice challenge, actually. It is wondrous, like it. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, wow. Because, again, life's like that. Like, the stuff that you don't think you like that you like, right. that is... That's one of the joys of life, right? And you don't want to take this out. Right. Um, and that's kind of... When you mentioned it to me at, at the at the fest, we were, I, I just thought, well, man, that's just such an excellent point because what we're expecting from the data is to how to gear the beer toward what people like. And I think for the most part, that's a good idea. But yeah, what about the one that's like, yeah, you know what? Pretty much no one's going to like it. Want to yeah. try it? <laughs> and that's, as a brewer, I'd I'm, be like, yeah, I want to try it. I'm much more cynical about it. Like, I think about, like, was it the... It was the the was it Britain's Navy that put out the call to name yes. their new boat? Yes. Okay, and it was just it was troll driven. It was Bodie McBoatface, <laughs> Boat right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I was a fan of rum sodomy in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I see that right. happening where you got just this these this army of trolls, absurd stuff. You like know, basically, right? Yeah. They didn't use <laughs> any the, artificial intelligence. The beer industry is already a bunch of <laughs> right. a, a bunch of basement dwellers. Yeah, so uh, right, like they, that's what they're doing. Right. But, but they didn't you're going to get the occasional right. good idea, even if it sounds stupid. Right. That's what happened. In fact, there's a lot of great ideas that sound stupid. Yeah. So I thought it was fascinating that the AI could even give you that. Yeah. The stupid idea that yeah. might work. But again, it's about just, I want to distill it down to communication. You're communicating with your customer. Yeah, right? yeah. And so imagine you being able to talk to all your customers. And, you know, because we do this all the time. You're like, I, I do this at the bar. Like, you know what? I I don't think you'll like this, but try it. Yeah. You know, see what you think. Yeah. If you don't like it, you know, you know what? Here to have a taste. Totally. Right? That's important. It's about the communication. It's just sure. how do we scale this? Right. Because the industry has gotten to a size where right now, unfortunately, is like you communicate with a massive marketing budget. Right? And guys, definitely my size, right? Don't have the Dumb. marketing budget mm-hmm. to compete with the ABA and BEVs, and they're using AI, and I, that's all, all power to them. I'm not against the big guys. I just want to be able to create a playing field 
where well, the little guys can become and compete with the big guys. And let's put a, a fine point on that too, uh, which uh, I often I haven't talked about in the show a lot, but like so Safeway is our big grocery store chain, yep. at least on the West Coast here, right? And if you think that they're not using AI to figure oh, out not just your all of your purchasing, but your beer purchasing. So Safeway now has this massive beer aisle, right? And uh, I've had uh, some been privy to some conversations about the folks who sort of run that AI. And if you think that distributors and the big brewers and the big distributors aren't evaluating every single, like for example, every distributor on the planet knows how much I love Sierra Nevada Pale Ale because <laughs> I buy it from Safeway. It's in your profile they've created for you, Justin. Oh my like, god, they just—they're like he buys cheddar cheese and Sierra Nevada pale ale like they just know this about me and that's through AI because yep. I punch in my little loyalty card right and they just know Justin loves this you stuff save, you save three cents but they know everything about you yeah exactly Indeed. right yeah. it's so quite a trade I, really I, I yeah. love that you're mentioning this like sort of the big guys are already doing it but the small yeah. brewers aren't because yeah if you're under some illusion that AI isn't already in your beer purchasing life if you go to Safeway or what's the new one called wine warehouse or something Thing. The new Bevmo yeah, yeah. is that what it's called? Oh, now? I don't well, know. I think Wine Total Warehouse is Total Wine. Total Wine. Exactly. Yeah, That's the distributor, like distributor. Was the yeah. thing you were yeah. Whatever. They all have my number. Exactly. They all know I like Ghost Town and Sierra Nevada. <laughs> they're, they're definitely all doing it. I think yeah. the difference. This is what I'm trying. And, and there's a movement. I, I'm, I'm just a small cog in this movement. But you know, AI. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, it's yeah, coming, yeah, right? Yeah. So. How are we going to manage this, right? Now, there is a couple of models. There's, you know, Xi Jinping, he's got a model. And basically, you know, China's going to control this and harvest a lot of data and do what he wants with it. Harvesting is a polite word. It is a polite word, right? (laughs) Right. So Being charitable here. They're they're not just collecting. If you were in China, it wasn't like, oh, Sierra Pale Ale. And like, they're collecting a lot. Right. But then there's also... The other model where the big corporations are collecting a lot of data and then deciding how to use, influence your purchasing patterns to, like, you might, you know what? You might not even like Sierra Nevada. It might be just they've figured out how to, how to sell it to me. How to sell it to you, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're like, Justin likes pale ale, so he right. must like Sierra right. Nevada. So, like, yeah. Whether there, you bought it or not. There's a way yeah, for a you to, to actually per ounce. You know, move your purchasing patterns. And it's much cheaper for them to, do, to affect your purchasing patterns yeah, yeah. than to change a product. We can swap this we can actually put the power of ai into consumers hands right so that guys like us can go okay we're listening we're going to take this data and not just try to manipulate you but through mm. what you and i want we're yeah. going to have that conversation right and try to cater to and what you to, want right and it's not just exactly. brewing what you want blindly it is that you know that that meeting point where you know what i've listened to what you've said this is what i think is really good i'm using all my knowledge and my passion and what I'm interested in. Yeah. But I've taken on board what you said in here. Try this. Right. You've used that data. And I think the democratization of data is something that everybody yeah. needs to be involved with. That's a conversation that I think everybody needs to have. This is the fifth most, and I'm sorry, pointing to my beer. So it's okay. That, you know, yeah. I'm pointing to my beer. It's the fifth most consumed liquid on the planet. Wow. Yeah. All right. It is a wonderful vehicle to say, here, take control of your data, like get involved and, yeah. you know, 
Don't let the big guys or like, you know, Xi Jinping decide how your data is used. Right. You get involved. Everybody has to get involved. Otherwise, we just have AI imposed upon us. And you're and giving it away. We're giving it away. It's our data. For no right, like nothing. response to well, exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. ours. Yeah. Like, get, get involved. So, one, I love my beer and I think this is really important. And, you know, people like Dick and so on and so forth have gotten involved. So, this is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it comes across, and it's made. I'm excited about it too. Dick got me excited about it in the first place. I do want to say the the second part of this that I really like that you said is that beer is still the fifth most popular liquid on earth. Because even here during SF Beer Week on the on the opening gala, I still had to listen to some people, some naysayers, be like, "Well." Beer's on the decline. I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, shit, my whole life is wrapped up in this yeah. beverage. It's still the fifth most popular beverage on Number Earth. one alcoholic yeah. beverage. Yeah, see. So we still, we got we got a ways to go before this thing's dying. It's yeah. not done yet. Just in case you yeah, were no, worried. No. I, was, I wasn't worried, but <laughs> I kind of right. was now. Yeah, now, right. You guys need to come over to my part of the world. Like, it is growing massively. So the oh, craft beer, you know, industry in Australia and in Asia, like, Spend some time there. He'll tell you, it's like going back twenty, thirty you years. Can't afford sure. my, you can't afford sure. my beer if I ship to, in, to, to, to Australia. It's, well, it gets expensive. Uh, uh, talk to Denim. He wants to ship some of these yeah. beers. Okay, there. cool. I didn't nice. make interest. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I just want to go back to the. We used the word irony earlier. Yeah. To talk about sort of a paradox with this, you know that that there was a that there, that that using artificial intelligence fostered greater connection with the human consumer. Yeah. But I'm kind of a stickler for the use of the word irony. Okay. You know, a lot of people just say that it's, that it's, they think a coincidence is irony. Yeah, sure. I think, an, I think irony has a hidden intelligence, and that's exactly what this has. What this is, yeah. Mm, so indeed. a real irony. Yeah. <laughs> so, so question, if you don't mind. Down, please. Yeah. Yeah. So if, so a brewer might make a decision that they think is contrary just for fun and say like, I'm going to brew a, a 1995 red ale. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not what I think normally People, sells, yeah. just for fun. If a brewer trained an AI or gave their data to an AI to make that decision instead, maybe that would be an interesting twist. Sure, as a way to make a decision that they wouldn't have normally made themselves about a different or contrarian idea. Kind of back to the thing we talked about up top, which is how do I make the beer that maybe somebody else wants that yeah. I'm not thinking I want to make. Totally. And that, that red maybe ale, that's why you surrender that control, right? Well, at least look at that data. That yep. that might the red ale who we you know I joked about this on last. We've had night. badass red ales from 1995 that we sometimes occasionally encounter. They're still really good, and well, we miss them. Yep. And, and there are products available to synthesize that imprecision. Yeah. Would yes. the AI choose yes. that? Yes. Probably not. Yes. The, brewer, the brewer might just to be fun and contrary. The AI might say, "You should brew." I don't know, Justin, what do you think? Yeah. But I don't know, Denim, what do you think? Well, you could flip it, though, and if you chose to brew that, the AI could also flip that to say, okay, here are the people who would appreciate that. Yeah, right? oh, for exactly. Sure. I mean, we, Which we is we why you have that, 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 level, exactly. that tool in your toolbox to, to help yeah. you decide what yeah. works for you yeah. in terms of building what thing is cool for you. And, and Justin, when like you were talking about, you know, it's ironic, like... Careful. I'm, yeah. Okay, so I, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Paradoxical is the better. It's my so, fault. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so people know that uh, maybe not. Uh, yeah, Dick's a, a writer and an author, so you want to be very careful. That's right. Choose word choice is important. Vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you know, I'm sure 
when you know Alexander Graham Bell, like you know, created the telephone, people like, what the hell? Like this is going to remu- uh, ruin communication. People aren't going to see each other. Like I would say, the telephone was the opposite. The opposite. You're right. It connected people. It's a great point. Right. This is. Yeah, we were yeah. talking earlier too about how this is a tool. And there's some misgiving sometimes that people have, like, oh, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure I trust this. I think this is the end of the universe, all <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. But, you know, 500 years ago, people weren't using thermometers. That was, that might have been the devil's instrument. You're right. I, I, I want nothing to do with this little thing that's actually going to help me. No, it's the rule of thumb only. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yes. you know, new things come along. It's yeah. how you read data yeah. and what yeah. you do with it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm here, because, again, the home of innovation, I assumed... And, and I've got to say, even in Australia, I thought I, you know, I'd have in my pocket exactly that argument, right? Um, that I'm, I'm sure people, you know, went, electricity, no, this is, you know, refrigeration. Oh, th- this is, you know, we, we shouldn't. It, it, this is a tool and it's not going away. And I thought the like Silicon Valley, you know, this area that just, you know, innovates so much. But I got to say, like, I've had to pull out that argument so infrequently. I mm. can't actually remember having to do so. I remember you telling me that, and I was I was surprised. Uh, even in our thread with with the brewers here, yeah. that immediately accepted it. Yeah. There were still a bunch of jokes about yeah. the robots yeah, taking of over, it's, of right? Course. It's going to be so. But I was surprised to hear that you didn't. Re- you haven't had a lot of pushback yet. Although that's exactly what we're hearing from the brewers tonight. But if we if so. we could weaponize Yelp mm. or Untap, <laughs> there we go, or Beer Advocate, yeah. to make us better brewers. I'm all about it. And unfortunately, right now, you can't unless right. you have hours and hours to call that but information it's, it's yourself. Not our, it's not our data. We yeah, don't have yeah. control over it. No, right. of course. Of course. That's yeah. it. That's it. Well, yeah, there, there, there's opportunities there. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I think we could be doing, like, and I say we as in Deep Liquid, is could be reaching out to Beyond Tap to say, hey, there's a way for you to take this, which is really not terribly helpful at this point. And I know they uh, Untapped has this issue where they have an issue with retention because eventually everybody who uses it re- realizes I'm the only person using this, yeah. reading this, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. the only one who reads oh, my I'm own reviews. Only one who reads <laughs> it, right? and, and they'll give you they'll <laughs> right. give you data and yeah. like look. That's a good point. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, I'm yeah. deleting they'll, my account. They'll give you data, but it's it costs a lot of money. Right. Oh but, really? I was. I didn't even know that part. Oh but yeah. It's also not terribly useful. I think if we can attach artificial intelligence to that, so we can train and also so i don't know if you guys have used the app yet but it gives you little style guidelines and what we can do is we can get the brewers to actually go here what are the style guidelines so it guides people as to what the brewers are looking for right yeah and then if we can integrate that into untapped and then again use our ai to filter out what isn't helpful then suddenly untapped which is you know not not a tool that brewers use you know we may be able to use it, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and at, at the very least, what happens is the guys that are putting up the reviews, it's not just they're writing notes for themselves to read nobody else. Right. So I, I think there's an opportunity there. There's huge yeah. scope. Well, on the last show, and I'll wrap this up too, but on the last show, we were discussing just this this part of the Brewing Network's career. It's the Brewing Network's been here for 18 years, and, and a lot of our revenue in the past was merchandise. And, and, and you brewers, uh, Dick, I'm sure you can, you know this, like you, you hear from people, oh my, you got to have this one piece of merchandise. You got to have onesie, baby onesies or whatever. And it sounds like you're getting it from a lot of people. 
It turns out it's seven people who told you to buy baby onesies yeah. with your hop grenade on it, and then you own baby onesies for fourteen years because you bought like a you know you bought a million baby onesies to sell at the brewery. Um, it's data again that sounds like it's a lot of voices, and it turned out that the seven people who asked you are the seven people who bought the baby onesie. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens in here now. We get we get some brewers come in, or uh, customers rather. And they're like, we just wish you had an amber ale. And on certain months of the year, it sounds like everybody wants an amber ale. So we put on an amber ale. And then it's the longest lasting keg that we have. At the same time, we might find out that this 90s red ale could be a popular beer. So I just love this, like, I, you know, this way to sort of cull data in a better, smarter, non-monkey brain. You mentioned it earlier, like, way to just help us make better decisions. Because I have a garage full of merchandise <laughs> from 18 <laughs> yep, years ago. Seven, ones, like, seven recommendations came in, turned into seven boxes. Yeah, exactly. It's like, boy, they really want these onesies. No, they didn't. And I think you hit the nail on here. Like, the fact of the matter is... Like, this isn't going away, right? Yeah. We either use it, yeah. right? Or we just go the way of the dodo. Or Honestly, be abused think, by it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. We, we, we use it or abuse by it. That, that, I really that. think so. Like, right. that's what I'm yeah. saying about Safeway. Like, I'm not yeah. saying Safeway's yeah. evil or whatever, yeah. but they're just taking all my data for nothing and it doesn't do me any good. No. It does them a lot of good, yeah. you know, but yeah. yeah, not me. I love it. What, what, final thought for me, what yeah. I'm thinking about is uh, it's, it's experiential. Like, it really is. If you can have control over your experience, then you want to be a part of it, right? Like, I had a buddy, and this goes back years. I've been making beers for a long time, but I took him to Noble one time when Evan was still there. And Evan poured him a beer off of the Zwick, off the, off the, sample, the sample cock. Yeah. Right he, off the fermenter. He still talks about it to this day. Right. Like, it was the... Interaction. Like, it was, like it was the, the pivotal experience... Beer experience in his life. Right. Because he was a part of it. Yeah. Just to be a part of it. You got to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you can have the freshest beer you ever want from me. Just let me know. Yeah. No, he doesn't want that. He wants that experience again. Sure. The connection. And he was connected. Totally. I I just wanted to do one last because I really appreciate the format you've given me because what we wanted here was. Just feedback. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to Justin who just had to leave, and he's like, "Listen, I I'm really interested in this. I've got some concerns, like because I, I you know I, I he didn't see it was suspicious, but he was you know he, he wants to like delve into and question things. I was like, sure, this is what I want. Like this is the reason I'm I flew over here for these guys who have like helped create the industry, and you know I've, I've got one sitting right next to me, Dick. Mm-hmm. Punch holes in this. Yeah. Like tell me where." You know, we, this can fall down where the issues are. Like, like I said, this isn't a launch. This is an introduction. Yeah. Because, so all the brewers that are out there, you know, denim at deep liquid, look me up. There we go. And tell me where, you know, where you see the problems, where you see us falling over. Because, you know, we came here very specifically because the knowledge here is like no other. And I'm not just saying this. You guys know this, right? This is. You know, the home. So, yeah, yeah let me know. Yeah, if so it's not you, it's somebody else. You can find the QR code on the website. You can find the code so on the website. poke around at it and see what it looks liquid like. Com. Dot, dot AI. Dot AI, yeah. Okay. Deepliquid.ai. We so all, jump on there. Sorry. We also kind of alluded to the idea of a follow-up event for this. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that some of the brewers who get this data will brew new alternate versions of some of the beers <laughs> that has have been reacted to. Yes. And we're, we're hoping to have some sort of event here love it to be able to do a side-by-side and have people sort of see what 
has happened. What the differences are. How it worked out. Okay, so deepliquid.ai, and if you don't mind, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Uh, So if you're tuned in now, you can go back to the show notes. Um, You can click on that. You can uh, check out the info, and then you can contact Denim directly if you've got questions. I love that, too. Yeah, like you said, this is a new thing where you're trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong. So... Let's do that together. Uh, I love this. We're going to make some robot beer. We're resolving robot right and wrong. Wow. Yeah. You are. Exactly. Dick, you got, you got uh, broad shoulders, I hope. Let's got to figure this out. Uh, all right. Thank you to everybody for tuning in today and all of our brewers for participating in West Coast, Best Coast Night. Uh, it was a lot of fun for me to get to taste these beers and talk to you brewers. Some of you traveled, like Ian. Um, Nate had to travel via BART, which is just like coming from another country sometimes. <laughs> it is sometimes. You never know. It's an adventure out there. It's good. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us. Thank uh, you. Um, Denim, Dick, I really appreciate you guys. I'm excited to follow this story um, and see where you guys go. I think it's going to be uh, super interesting, and I'm definitely looking forward to a follow-up event here that we can taste these beers, too. I'm going to go scan the QR code. I'm just going to write in, I really like Pizza Port, and everyone else was just okay. I don't know what the AI is going to do with that, but we'll see. Um, All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We got more shows coming up for you. Uh, SF Beer Week is back, so we've got a lot happening um, this week. Uh, More shows coming up. I got Trillium coming on the show soon, some great brewers from there. I'm going to be talking to Julian Schrago uh, from Beachwood. Oh, get get Julian back in Beachwood. Old school. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm really excited. I'm going to have Adair from Sante Adarius on the show soon. Yeah, so we've got a lot of good upcoming guests to talk to us about wonderful beer and doing some events here at the Hop Grenade. Uh, take care of yourselves. Be safe during Beer Week and every other week. And take care of yourselves and your beer. Cheers. The Session is a production of The Brewing Network and brought to you by More Beer. Check them out at morebeer.com. Find more content and live video of this show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brewingnetwork. For sponsorship opportunities and information, please reach out to advertising at thebrewingnetwork.com. To reach our hosts, contact feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. 